Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This week has been a busy one with me interviewing Lovers Rock stalwarts Carol Thompson and Sandra Cross. And I also got to interview the legend that is Jazzy B for future shows. If you want to check out more information regarding Jamaica and its place in the world, you can log on to the website, which is howjamaicaconquertheworld.com, or you can subscribe to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash howjamaica, or even follow us on Twitter, where we are, How Jamaica. How Jamaica Conquered the World is officially endorsed by Jamaica 50. This is the story of how one small island conquered the world. Jamaican Patwa. And a fair start, a Samba Pound. Usain Bolt is also out well. Here they come down the track. Usain Bolt! It's a story of music, sport and style. How its rhythms, athletes and language went global. Pull up, pull up! This is how Jamaica conquered the world. You behave yourself now. Don't give grandmama any trouble at all. You hear me? As soon as I get my landing papers, I send for you. I promise you it won't take long. I saw an advertisement in the newspaper. Okay. So there were agencies that in the, on the island that were advertising for housekeepers and nannies for Canada. My name is Joyce Brown. I live in Birmingham in England. On one hand, I was excited. I wasn't happy to leave Jamaica. I was excited because it was, you know, going to this place that I read about in, in books, you know, wondering what it was like, having mental pictures in my mind about what it was like. I came to Canada in 1963 and in 1964 I moved from Saskatchewan to Toronto. The evening of my first day in Toronto and was picked up by a policeman and taken to jail. It was after I was released and was told about the Jamaican Canadian Association. I went to them on the Sunday, attended their general meeting and told them my story. The president, Mr. Williams, got involved, sent letters to the necessary leaders of the city, province and country 
and I was given an apology for the inconvenience. Well, first of all, Jamaicans have been migrating in very large numbers uh, from the 1880s when we went to build the Costa Rican Railroad, so it's not anything new for us. The Jamaican migration to the United States is not recent. We um, Jamaicans have been coming here since over the last 200 years, actually. In those days when people were leaving Jamaica to go abroad, it was a big thing, especially for people who lived in small districts in Jamaica. You find that the whole family would go to the airport with, with, with whoever it was who was leaving. Arrivals at Tilbury. The Empire Windrush brings to Britain 500 Jamaicans. Many are ex-servicemen who know England. They serve this country well. In Jamaica, they couldn't find work. Discouraged but full of hope, they sailed for Britain. Citizens of the British Empire coming to the mother country with good intent. And they had a rough time, didn't have anywhere to sleep. They had to put them in an air raid shelter in Brixton. And that's how the Brixton community started. But after that, they got jobs. Well, I came to England because my dad had been here since 1962. No, sorry, 1960. And um, I remember when he was leaving, he told us that he was only coming for five years maximum and that he would soon be back. I mean, I left Jamaica actually in 62, um, the 1st of September, right after independence. Right after. And so I was coming to some place where I felt comfortable with the language. My name is Janet Bryant. I remember being only one of maybe three or four other black children in school. I was, I think it was at the time when quite a lot of children were coming over from Jamaica to join their parents and I was one of maybe three or four in, in my school. I remember uh, feeling quite isolated. I didn't have any friends. I think the other Jamaican children, the other new, newly arrived children were older than me. Then there was a language issue. Teachers seemed to not, but were not able to understand me. My name is Melissa Rowe. I was born in uh, Jamaica in a small village in uh, the western part of the island. I came to Canada in 1970 in the middle of the FLQ crisis. When I arrived at the airport, there were soldiers and guns everywhere. And I thought, oh, this is not what I signed up for. It was quite, uh, it was quite cold. So I came to work with a, fa a British family. There were four children and two of them were twins. And they were outside waiting for me. But I was also quite uh, afraid of the people that I was going to be working for. Because I've never had contact with white people that close up. I'm Anthony Johnson, Jamaican High Commissioner to the Court of St. James. We've had several migrations to the United States. We had one just after World War I. Now that's the one in which Colin Powell's mother and, and that uh, crew, uh, they came up uh, in, in the early 1920s. And um, uh, so there is a second generation or third generation of America, of Jamaicans in the United States now. I was there with a group of four, the first four Jamaicans to go to UCLA. And um, the other three, 
are still there. Uh, <laughs> I'm the only one uh, that's back. There, there, there is a, a sense of isolation in a way, because in the Caribbean, if you have two jobs, you know that you have people looking after your kids, but that's not always possible here. But you still need to have the two jobs to, to provide for your family, so the children are left a lot more on their own. Um, and of course, that also leads to, to peer pressure, to the, the young people getting into to trouble. Everywhere was just covered in this snow and I was like, oh my God, you know, what is that? You know, that must be snow. I said to my mom and she says, yes, I suppose, yes, it must be, it must be snow. And we were freezing cold and I remember I had on my best, best Sunday dress, which was, you know, made of organza, um, which was totally inappropriate for this weather. But, you know, I felt like a million dollars in it because um, it was a beautiful dress. And so we shivered all the way from the airport to Birmingham. And when we got to Birmingham, this place is just full of factories because all I remember seeing were just smoke coming from chimneys. We thought there were factories not knowing that those chimneys were actually the houses. We arrived in Birmingham and... Um, it was a joyous reunion with my dad. Jamaicans also came in the 1940s when we had World War II. Many American men had to go off to fight war, and Jamaicans came, many as laborers, to work in the, on the farms, especially the Connecticut area, and they stayed. Again, in the region of um, between 10 to 15,000. Now, may I ask you your name? Lord Kitchell. Lord Kitchell. And I'm told that you are really the king of Calypso singers, is that right? Yes, that's well, so true. you sing for us? Right now. Yes. London. Is the place for me London, this lovely city. You can go to France or America, India, Asia or Australia, but you must come back to London City. Well, believe me, I am speaking broad-mindedly. I am glad to know my mother country. I've been traveling the countries years ago, but this is the place I wanted to know, darling, London. This is the place for me. We are now looking at a diaspora in the region of three million. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.